So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reet and Entertainment Podcast, episode 42 for February 21st, 2016. With me this week, because no one else could make it, Andrew Roa McFain. I almost couldn't make it, but... Well, why couldn't you... Why Why did you almost couldn't make it? Well, uh, my grandparents are coming up, but luckily we did it really early. Oh, so. oh I thought you were going to be like, my grandparents died. I was like, oh, <laughs> no. why are you here? No. Um, I threatened an old man this week. <laughs> All right. Well, I yelled at an old man. Uh, so, you and I both know my mom's had problems. Yeah. Uh, and she went back to the hospital. Well, my sister texted um, my mom's husband on the 16th and asked, hey, how's my mom doing? And he said, oh, she's doing about the same. She's poking fun at me. Uh, you know, kind of like she's doing okay. She's kind of stable. And I guess my sister got a call on the 19th saying that my mom actually got admitted to the hospital on the 13th. So we were not told when my sister asked how my mom was doing, my my mom was already in the hospital. Oh, and he lied to my sister. Well, yeah, so. Uh, my sister and I got very, very mad at an old man. I see. So, and I, I asked, I was like, why did you lie to my sister about that? Because the nurse actually ended up calling my sister to see what my sister could do because the nurse thought my mom, the doctor wanted to, uh, allow my mom to leave the hospital and because her, her vitals were okay. But the nurse thought that wasn't a good idea. So she called my sister. And ended up that my sister found out, and then Walter got upset, and I yelled at him. My sister yelled at him, and then we both yelled at my my brother and my dad. So that was fun. Because, so they're in California. My mom lives in California. Mm -hmm. um, and my sister called up my dad and brother, and we're like, hey, um, we need you to go check on mom. Because, you know, you're... 20 minutes away and their response was well where are you why aren't you down here like, we're fucking 17 hours away <laughs> you dumbasses so uh you know my brother's like well you know i i ended up talking to my brother and i got on the phone and i was like so this is how it's gonna go my our our uncle carl is going to go visit our mom in the hospital you are going to go with him. This isn't like you can go or you have the ability. You are going to go. And I'm not asking you. I'm telling you that you're going to go visit our mom in the hospital. And he's like, okay. But, yeah, I was just like, ah, my family sucks. Um, but what have you been playing? Um, mostly uh, Rainbow Six. Oh, still? But not with me. Uh, yeah, not with you. You're a dick. Dick giant dick bag. 
Uh, I've been playing, I started playing a little bit of Botan Kaitos. Yeah, I saw you uploaded a video of that. But here's the thing. Uh, I'm using the Dolphin emulator. Because uh-huh. I I actually I actually have Botan Kaitos. Uh, my friend let me borrow it, but I don't have a Wii. And I don't have... I mean, I have a GameCube, but I don't have the component video cables for that, and I'm not going to buy them, because they're $200 a piece. Yeah. Um, so I, I decided to use the Dolphin emulator, because it's just a little bit easier, and it looks better. But it has glitches! I'll be back in, in just a second. Ser- Someone's calling me. Seriously? I'm sorry. I hate you. Just keep talking. Anyway, so with what's happening with Boston Kaitos is that you actually don't earn money from fights. You earn money from, it's one of those weird picture things. So you take a picture and you let it develop. Once it's developed, you can then go and sell it and make money off, off the, the pictures that you take. And depending on the moves that you do within the game, so if you use a light spell, say it's a dark area and you use a light-based elemental attack on an enemy, that will increase the brightness so that you can take the picture better, but if you use too many light spells or if it's too bright outside, the exposure will be too up so, or too high, so you have to lower it. So it's it's one of those weird picture games. That is That sounds fucking really weird. It is. Not what I thought that that game was at all. It, it is. It is. Uh, so here's the problem, though. It is a traditional RPG, but for some reason, the Dolphin emulator will, if you take a picture, it will freeze, because you, you, you get what's called Magnuses, and when you take the picture, they turn into a Magnus or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after the fight, you get to say, okay, which one do I want? Like, which one do I, I choose? Because you don't get all the items that drop. Um, and it will freeze. It just oh. it freezes after. So I found a fix, and that is to just mash the A button as quick as possible so that you just select the first card, which will always be the picture. <laughs> and uh, that's it, because otherwise it freezes. It freezes um, on that screen, and then it also freezes in the sell item screen, which is where you have to, you have to sell the item to be able to make money off of it, the picture. So you have to go very quickly to sell the picture before the game crashes. Have you, uh, have you like looked? I have. Seeing if there's like some kind of patch. I have. Uh, and no, no, there's. I the fix that I have is the best one, which is use OpenGL instead of DirectX. Huh. And that makes it crash less because before it was crashing instantly. As you got to the screen, you would just, and then it did that thing, you know, where uh, the the audio will just start re- like repeating, where it just makes like a sound. Oh yeah, yeah, it'll just keep doing that, which is fantastic. So uh, <laughs> if you have a Wii, you can send it to me, <laughs> and then I can play it on there, because I I've tried playing it on the GameCube with the regular composite cables, but it's just... Component cables are so much better. Yeah. Makes it look so much prettier. So anyway, uh, and then Binding of Isaac, of course, because I play a lot of that. Right. Because I'm dumb. So, have you been playing anything other than Rainbow Six? 
I play Warframe. Oh yes, also more. Uh, it's something different. Uh, is Steam World Heist? Oh, uh, it's it's a 3DS game that oh. came out last year. Uh, it's coming out on Wii U eventually, but eventually. right now it's right now it's on 3DS only. Uh, and I sincerely only got it uh, to support one of my favorite bands. Uh, Steam powered giraffe, because mm-hmm. uh, they do a lot of the music in it, and uh, it's actually really fun if you like uh, XCOM because it's it's basically just two D XCOM. I really want to get XCOM, like XCOM two. Yes, XCOM two. But part of me, I guess, it's really glitchy. Yeah, that's what I hear, but. I I really do like XCOM. I think it's a good series. I haven't ever played the original ones, but the last, the first one was really good. And from what I understand, the originals were really good. So yeah. Uh, I guess I'm gonna wait for that game to drop in price because I'm poor right now. So right, you know, you know how it goes being poor. I did apply for a new job though. Really? Yep. And that job pays. Uh, two to nine dollars more an hour than what I make right now. Jesus. Yeah, I'm hoping to get about five or six. If I get, if I even get an interview and I get the job, I would hope to get at least five or six dollars more an hour than what I'm getting right now. Huh. Uh, and I told my boss, and I was like, "Hey, just so you know, I'm applying for this job." And I sent him a link to the the Craigslist article. And his response was, "Okay, put me as a reference." <laughs> so, my boss is awesome. Because how many bosses are going to be like, oh, okay, that's good, just put me as a reference. Because I know you want out of here. <laughs> I, I actually like my job a lot. It's just, how can you argue with, like, 4 or $5 more an hour? Exactly. Uh, anyway, so, let's move on. You want a Tesla, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you going to... Are you going to think when they become $30,000, are you going to actually think about buying one of the Teslas? Um, I mean, I would or if there were any. grand, I guess. I would if there were any charging stations around here or anywhere, like, within a 100-mile radius. But there just aren't, as far well, as I you, know. you're supposed to use your house. You can, yeah, but... So, so, actually, I was talking to my boss about this because he really wants a Tesla. Uh, you're actually supposed to charge at your house, and the only time you're supposed to use the supercharger stations are when you're on a road trip. Yeah, and I mean the problem is like anywhere that I would that I would go for that sort of thing because I would totally drive around if I didn't have to buy gas. Yeah, and like anywhere that I would go, it's going to be like east of here, more than likely, or way up north. And or to the west to visit Reeton. Well, west west actually has charging stations. Right, some. Yeah, uh, but yeah, north, like in Chicago, there aren't any as far as I know. Oh, okay. So, like that kind of blows. Yeah, that makes sense. But if they if they were to like announce, hey, we're we're changing what we're doing with the whole charging station thing and here like 100 new charging station locations 
along every major interstate highway. Yeah, you would think that they should. Event, I think one day they'll have. If if the Tesla S ends up selling as well as I imagine that it's going to. Oh yeah. Uh, I could see that happening definitely. Uh, you mean the Model three. Model Three? Model 3 yeah. yeah. I ke- I kept getting it confused with the S back whenever they because they talked about the S for so long and right. then I was like, that's not the car I thought it was. Yep. They uh, then they're coming out with a Model Y eventually. Yeah. Yep. Uh, apparently, the Model Three was supposed to be named the Model E, but huh. uh, Ford, I guess, has a Model E something, and so it was supposed to be the Model S, the Model E, and the Model X. Mm. And so Elon Musk said that uh, Ford ruined sex. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then obviously the Y makes it sexy. Anyway. Right, that's that's really clever. So, anyway, uh, there's actually an affordable Tesla out there. One that we could actually purchase. Uh, we couldn't actually ride in it, but we could purchase it. So, they, they have, for some reason, like, <laughs> I, we had one of these when I was a kid. Basically, it's a little, a little tiny vehicle you can get into. It runs off a battery, and it is just a little kid's car. For $500, but it only supports up, I believe, in the article it says 81 pounds. Is, is, so you're going to have to lose some weight. I wouldn't have even been able to ride in that whenever I was 10. <laughs> I would have. I was actually, I was a very thin kid, so uh, I probably could have when I was a kid. But it goes up to th- from 3 to 6 miles per hour, depending oh, on the depending on the option you get. Is it compatible with the supercharger stations? Um, you know, I don't think so. I think there's a battery that you pull out and you can charge it. Damn. Yeah. Unfortunately, that would be hilarious, though. <laughs> that would be. That would be so good. <laughs> I would totally do that. Um. So, this is. I, I to me, it's weird that they would have this. Unless you have like this rich snobby kid who's like, mm, I want an. I want a Tesla. Eh, I mean, it's something for the millennials to buy their kids. That's true. In, instead of a instead of a Tonka truck. I I couldn't see spending five hundred dollars on this. I couldn't see spending one hundred dollars on a fake car for a kid. But hey, That's parents true. I, are, parents are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the worst STD. Um, Damn straight. So you want to talk about something else that's overpriced? Let's do it. Because I know I know the last one we're probably going to have a huge discussion on. So, right. Uh, everyone a few months ago, or well, when was it? A couple months ago, when they were like, "Oh, the Oculus Rift is going to be five hundred dollars or six hundred dollars, six hundred dollars," and they said that's a lot of money. I'm like, I'm not going to buy that because it's six hundred dollars, and. People were saying that the HTC Vive was going to be more money, and my thought was, why would they make it more than $600? Like, you would think if they wanted to be competitive, they would make it $600, and it's $800. Well. (laughs) It apparently comes with more features. They have a camera in the front, which allows you to see through your lenses to basically just see what's in front of you, I guess. 
It's um, it's meant to keep you from like walking into a wall. Okay. It uh, what it does is it it keeps track of what actually is in front of you, mm-hmm. and uh, if if you're about to walk into something, it pops up this crazy uh, like hologram looking thing that's a projection of what's what the camera is seeing, so that you can not walk into it. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, it also comes with um, do- dongles, I guess, that go on your TV or computer monitor or whatnot to, like, head tracking stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it also has the wireless controllers. The- well, the uh, the thing you're thinking is dongles. That's probably the laser grid. Yeah, yeah, laser grid. That's what I... The- I figured yeah. it was something. Those like that. those go on the on the sides of the room. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh and then it comes with the the remote controls that the Oculus isn't coming with. Right. Cuz the Oculus they have their own what touch control things, I forget what they're called. Yeah, and they're they're not even available yet. They're not going to be available until like summer. In the meantime, it comes with an Xbox One controller. Which everyone was like, great, that's cool. Yeah. Immersion. But, so, are you going to be getting the HTC Vive? Eventually. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my thought, is maybe. Uh, it depends. I might get the Oculus Rift. This is, a, this is even more money than the Oculus Rift. Yeah, the what what it's really going to come down to is how strong the early adoption rate is and whether or not developers jump on it as well as whether or not consumers jump on it. Right. And whatever whatever ends up uh winning out overall in the in the first maybe 6 months to a year that's that's what's going to really determine which one becomes a priority for me. So my thought is it's probably going to be the Oculus. The Oculus has a lot more developer support early on. Um, and it, it's also very obviously going to be easier to work with than right. the Vive. So I'm, I'm going to tend to agree with you that the Oculus will probably end up winning... At least in the early in the early months, uh, I wonder. I wonder if that's going to continue to be the trend since, because because if this was just HTC just doing this weird shit, it wouldn't have a chance in the world. But Valve is behind it, so I'm looking for Valve to work directly with the. With the companies that they already, with the publishers and developers that they already work with, to uh, to rake in some support for their product as well. Right now, I think the the problem I have is I think HTC a a they're overpricing themselves. Um, it it harkens back to, at least to me, uh, to a couple different scenarios, both including the PlayStation. So there was the PlayStation Three. Was five hundred ninety nine U S dollars, right? Right. And the Xbox three sixty was four hundred or something when it released. Yep. So, you know, that's a two hundred dollar price difference. 
And so people gravitated towards the Xbox 360. And then when the next console generation came around, the Xbox One was $500, and the PlayStation 4 is $400 when they were released. And everyone kind of gravitated towards the PlayStation 4. Also, the PlayStation 4 was more powerful, but... Mainly, but, but, I think it was the price. Yeah, what, what consumers really cared about was the price. Right, because they're the same. I mean, essentially, casual gamers are going to look at something and they're going to go... Like, if you look at a 900p and 1080p game, most most consumers aren't going to tell the difference. Nope. The only people who care are, like, you. Yep. Uh, but I'm a PC gamer. That's Yeah. That's... Why I'm a PC gamer. Exactly. So, when you look at something, they go, oh, it's Oculus Rift, or you say, or can I get this, this, H, this HTC Vive? And at least for me, you know, most people aren't going to get these in general. The, the most people who are going to get these are people that play video games pretty hardcore. And... I could still see them going, well, the Oculus Rift has a lot more publicity, and it's and cheaper, it's cheaper. so yeah. might as well get it. And, I mean, I don't know about you, but, actually, I know you have more room than I do, but this sounds like it's something where you're going to need, like, a whole room to set up in. Yeah. Like, like an extra room, where That's the true. Oculus Rift, you can kind of just sit down and use it. If that makes sense. Hello? Did I lose Aroa? I'm here. Oh. What's well, up? <laughs> uh, my grandparents are here, so I have to get my girlfriend to to uh, stall them. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be the best podcast. Yep. Um, okay, the countdown has begun and is taking away towards 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Monday the 29th, which is next week, at which time pre-orders will open worldwide for the pre-order fulfillment and full commercial availability starting on April 2016. So if you are interested in pre-ordering the Vive, you can do that next week, Monday the 29th of February. Uh, let's talk about this last story, because apparently Roa can't be here for very long, and this is going <laughs> to be a short podcast. Well, you needed to do stuff anyway, so... Well, not really. Uh, the reason... What I need to do is watch wrestling. Oh. <laughs> That's... I am aware. <laughs> Alright, so uh, that's Roa's girlfriend. And... Are you still there? Nope, he is gone. So I'm muting my mic. I figured. So Apple CEO uh, is defiant in face of federal court order. So Tim Cook, and this is a big thing that's been going on. And so Tim Cook, Apple, they are being told by the FBI that the FBI wants to basically create a backdoor in the Apple iPhones. So that way they can basically hack into people's phones if they need to. I'm calling him. And I I, I get that part. I say, okay, creating a backdoor for the FBI isn't the best thing. I I didn't think you would be here 
as quickly as... Oh, shit. <laughs> so, here's what's going on. The San Bernardino shootings that happened in December. Uh, it was really weird. I actually drove through San Bernardino just a couple hours before that shooting happened because I was going down to California to visit my mom. And they, I believe Apple doesn't want to hack the iPhone that the San Bernardino shooter used. They they don't want to release that information to the FBI. So in my my thought is that should that's if they have a federal warrant, then that should they should have to give that information away. See, you're already misunderstanding what's actually going on. Well, and I know that they that the FBI wants to create a backdoor so they could do this for any iPhone. That uh, you're and, still not understanding. <laughs> okay, what's going on? You okay, tried to so explain to me. What what is actually going on is uh, Apple can't hack the iPhone. They have no way to do so. What the FBI wants them to do is create a version of iOS that allows the FBI to take the encrypted data on that iPhone that they have and run it through this alternate version of iOS that allows them to bypass the uh, lockout feature. Okay. Because what will happen? Yeah, yeah. Is... It'll, it'll. I, sorry, I'm interrupting you, but it, it'll basically, if you put in the passcode too many times incorrectly, it will eventually reset to be locked out for 42 years. Yeah, or yeah. it'll just delete everything right. off of the device. So what they they just want Apple to turn that off in a version of iOS so that they can brute force it. Uh, the reason that Apple doesn't want to do that is because once the FBI has this ability for one phone, they have the ability for every iPhone in the world. And that is, that is a huge, uh, fucking problem. See, and, and I understand that point. I could see, hey, uh, basically, hey, I could, hack any phone in the world and they they could if potentially somebody could grab onto that ios version and then at that point they could hack any phone available yeah any phone I, I they mean, steal or something like that they could yeah, do exactly but here's my thing in a case like this with a san bernardino shooter and everything would that be such a problem it wouldn't be a problem if it was something that could be limited to just this phone, but it can't. Right. We, you would have to be, you would have to trust that the United States government would never use it again, and you can't. Well, I, I want to trust that they would never use it again. My thing is, it. I would think that in a perfect world, they would use it when they would have to. And that's where you get into the moral, the moral grounds of, of when is it okay? What kind of cases makes that okay? Like, is it only in cases of terrorism? And then you have to look at what is defined as terrorism. And then from there, it's like, well, what if they, what if they become more lenient over time? What if in like three years they decide, well, I mean, this guy robbed a bank, and we could find out 
we could find out a lot of shit about this bank robber. And then they start distributing it to individual police departments because we already know that the U.S. government likes to militarize police departments. Like the, I know that it is, it could be, it it is a slippery slope fallacy. But at the right. same time, you can't you can't ignore the implications of giving the U.S. government something so unify universally powerful the ability to do this and the ability to give less what uh, what would be the word to, to the ability to give smaller people the 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 option to use this kind of thing because then you do get into the whole thing of if private police or if if individual police precincts get this ability they're going to like start using it on on their own cops or they're going to start using it on individual citizens that, that aren't even necessarily guilty of anything. Like there's, there's way too much See, but that the, could, but, that could but go wrong are, with this. But you are saying the slippery slope type thing. Like this, that this potentially could happen, but on the other hand, it also could help find the people who did this, who, who caused this shooting. And I feel that it, it, at that point you have to decide between what do what does Apple want to want to side with? Do they want to decide to let let the possibility so, so of I'm the gonna, slippery I'm, slope happen? I'm going to turn into a Republican here. Hmm? Okay. Okay. Just going to take. A so you love terrorism? <laughs> like, do you want the United States to be to be taken over by terrorists? And and that's and, and that's not. That's, that's, that's a little bit that's... of a joke, but but on the other hand, that kind of they there's in a in a slight way they're siding with saying okay, there's these shooters, but our phone privacy is more important than people's lives. The individual privacy of tens of millions of people is more important than the lives of a few. See, I I don't think about that because. Yes, the individual privacy does matter, but on the other hand, this in this one case, in this case where there were people who went out in San Bernardino and shot up someplace, again, a place that I had just driven through two hours prior, mm-hmm. I think I'm siding with Apple, or I'm siding with the FBI on this one, let them hack that phone, and I, my, here, here's an idea, let them hack that phone, and then, see, they can't create a new iOS version that will eliminate that issue. Yeah. But I think they should be able to hack that phone and figure out who led to this. I, I would be 100% okay with it if they could actually limit it to just that one phone. But they can't. If, if, they, if They don't know how to. I'm sure they could figure it out. And and at the way that the government wants them to go about it now, the way the FBI wants them to go about it now, means that they wouldn't, and they, that's not that's no, that's not acceptable. See, there should be at least there should be some kind of common ground because when I worked at the cell phone company I worked at, we would get calls from police officers every once in a while, mm-hmm. and we'd have to take that warrant and we'd just pass it on to our CEO. And from there, that COO would then 
release information uh, on yeah, the phone. Yeah, releasing information that Apple actually has access to is one thing, and they've already been doing that. Right. The problem is they literally have no master key or any kind of backdoor with which to break in to to the iPhone's security system. The only thing they can do is build one, and that's dangerous as fuck. Well, and it, they and they could build one. I see. And my thing is this: Why don't you build one and make it specific for each 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 phone? Like make it because once somebody figures out how to exploit that, then every phone is exploitable. Right. Because but, they already did that with the play. Do you remember the PlayStation Three hacking thing? Yeah, they did that. That's how Sony did the security platform for the PS3, and hackers figured that out, right. and then the PS3 got hacked. <laughs> right, because that's, and that's, that's not such a, that's not such a big deal with the PlayStation 3 in particular because it's a game console. But this thing contains personal info beyond like what most people's uh, home computers have on them. Right, but, it's it's but, uh, it's too dangerous. I don't think it, but would. Creating a, a separate iOS version, as long as it didn't get released, which I know how impossible that is, but as long as it didn't get released to anyone but the FBI, that might be okay. Be, but then you have to trust that the FBI wouldn't abuse it, and I refuse to do that. See, but I don't know if they would or not. All I know exactly. is that all I know is that they would use it at least some of the time. <laughs> to try to get criminals behind bars. Yes, they would, but at the same time, would they use it to undermine the foundation of, of what we have in terms of, of... Would they use it to undermine uh, due process? Right. Uh, would they Would they go, we don't really need a warrant to get into this guy's phone because we've got this. We've got this skeleton key. Yeah. And that's... There, no, I don't. I don't like that, and I don't support that. I won't support I, that. And, and I think that Apple should, at least in their systems or something, have a way that they could say, maybe remove the passcode from a phone. And it, again, if there was a way to do that, then hackers would be able to use it. Possibly. That's the that's the problem. Is right. that you can't have, you can't in a good security. Uh, system have two keys that open the same lock because if you have one key that only the user has but then you have another key that is somewhere else somebody can find that other key somehow it it's not a good way of doing things i think That's... all all phones should just have one two three four five six <laughs> that should just be the the passcode for apple I... phones I mean, this is this calls back to the whole carrier ID uh, fiasco. Like you remember, uh, this it was either last year or the year before. Um, Android phones, uh, non-smartphones, even for years, were found to have this carrier ID software running on them that kept track of everything from your location to the numbers that you called to the text messages that you made. And sure, it was storing just, you know, quote, metadata, but it was a violation of individuals' privacy, and people had a shit fit about it. And this would be able to enable 
the same kind of privacy invasion on a large scale. The, and it was it was found back then with the with the carrier ID thing that the software could be exploited remotely. And if the no. software had and if the software had been exploited remotely, then you'd be giving a third party that wasn't supposed to have access to all this access to all this information. And that's why building a backdoor into your operating system is a fucking terrible idea. Even if it's with the best interests in mind, it's a terrible idea. Right. And I and I agree to a certain extent. But again, A, I don't have iPhone, so I don't really care. But also, you know, you see, again, when it comes to lives over privacy, I'm I'm more geared to say let's save a few lives and fuck people's privacy because that's i mean i'm sorry but i would rather some people not get shot up than have people be like oh no somebody found out my my nude selfies it's not just about nude selfies and it's not even about individual privacy you know, on a, on a small scale. It's about the idea of the government being able to bypass due process of law. See, and I, I, they still want to technically be able to bypass due process again in a perfect world. Um, <laughs> because they would still probably need a warrant or something to be able to use that. I would imagine. You would imagine. Yeah, but, but legally if, they would have to. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the thing. We already know that the government doesn't care about legality because the NSA exists. Hey, the NSA is uh, it's a comp, it's a it's a thing with the government. Uh huh. The best thing I can say about it. Um, but I think that uh, also the Patriot Act. Act. But yeah, the Patriot, the, the Act, Patriot is gone. Act, big time. It's gone. Yeah, like fuck. I just, I also hate Apple, so maybe this is why I, I kind of am. And, and this them. isn't. See, that's another thing. Is like you can't even see that limited to Apple things because if Apple had given in on this, then they would have expect. Then the government would have expected Google to give up, give in on it, right. and Microsoft. And from there, you fall into. But Google the whole and Microsoft thing. already have all the information. They have the they have your personal information, sure, mm-hmm. but they don't have access to what you actually have on your phone. Right. Well, Microsoft might. We they don't know might. what Microsoft's stance is, but in terms of of Google, they can't break my my phone. You can't get into my phone. It's yeah, encrypted. I yeah, I can. I'll, okay. I'll grab your phone and get into it with a pair of pliers. Oh, I see. Um. But yeah, I I. They're going to court on this, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Apple has less than a week to respond to the court. So it very well could have that um, the, Yeah, that the, this, this, whole... this goes through and, and Apple is forced to do this. And if, if that happens, like that's that's just a death knell for all Apple products for me. Well, like... I, I'm already never buying an Apple product again. Right. But it like that in and of itself, any iOS device is like, nope, that's okay. I'm done with that. But right. also, like, uh, that's that's just 
it it's fucking scary. The whole prospect is fucking terrifying. Right. But so. I you have to go, don't you? Uh I do. Why? I gotta go out with my grandparents. I'm sorry. Aw. Aw. Okay. So we'll talk more next week, probably. And I would I would definitely like to get uh someone else's opinion on this, so Maybe somebody from out of the country. If that is possible, sure. Yeah, Parallax Abstraction is in uh, Canada. Canada. <laughs> yeah. That's that's close enough to out of the country. But, yeah, it, it would be interesting, because I think that systems like this are all over Europe, but I'm not sure. Uh, Europe did just pass, well, the UK passed a pretty, pretty substantial anti-privacy law. So Yeah, so it, we're kind of... I, I don't know. Part of me thinks, okay, I get what Apple's doing, but the other part is we should at least save lives. But that's just me. So I thank you for being here this week, even though we only spoke for about 40 minutes. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I thought I had more time. But... Well, no, apparently you don't, because Eva McFain is at your house. Yep. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait. Wait, I have to whore myself. Yeah, yeah, I was like, you're not going to whore yourself? Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Reeton, Twitter.com forward slash Reeton. Uh, buy stuff from my Green Man Gaming account. Go to the bottom, click the little link. You can follow Aroa. Let me see if I can remember this ever. YouTube is Aroa1337. Got it. Uh, Twitter is Aroa. Yep. And Twitch is Aroa1337. You got it. Yeah, I did it. I finally got it. Uh, you have fun eating dinner. All right. Bye. Bye.